At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. And so much to unpack as we welcome you in here after a proper football Sunday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Michael Lombardi there in New Jersey. The reason Michael Lombardi, the NFL, has our souls. They take our souls for six months out of the year and they don't let us go is because what we witnessed yesterday, it delivers. It literally delivers every single weekend. That was awesome. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. And I think you're referring to what the Scott Hansen on NFL Network calls the witching hour where wins become losses and losses, even though they've never occurred, become wins. And we saw that yesterday where fourth quarter scoring, the change of the games were remarkable. Two teams that win that had no business winning, the Bears and the Giants, score all their points in the second half. So that's why, to me, that's why I keep asking you the question. If yeah, points, if these games are so close – why do people continue to turn down three points? Uh, because the field goal, the kickers in the NFL right now are an absolute disaster. As uh, Stephen Bond mentioned before the show, 10 missed uh, field goals and extra points in the last few minutes of the games. How about Rodrigo Blankenship killing those oh on God. the money line with the Indianapolis Colts? I mean, maybe that's the, maybe that's your answer. The kicking right now is a disaster. I, I, I mean, I think so. I mean, Blankenship took down a whole army. I mean, you know, all those people that had Indy in the, uh, in the survivor pool, it took them all down. I mean, you know, there you go. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Blankenship. Good Look, point. We, you know, they, they, they say in the analytical community that one kick is the difference between a great kicker and a bad kicker. I, I tend to disagree. I think it's reliability and accountability. And, and, like, you know, when you see it, Randy Bullock, I mean, he's got a 47-yarder to win the game. 
And, you know, I disagree with what Tennessee did once they got down there. They had to call a timeout after the big play. And then they, you know, they did they they stalled the offense. And then at the third down play or the second down play before their last timeout or the, before they spiked the ball, Tannehill lost three more yards. I mean, like, I, again, I'm going to keep saying this. The object is to not get into field goal range. The object is to get into makeable, underscore makeable field goal range. Okay, Michael Lombardi, so much to unpack. Lopsided betting has this game tonight. I mean, are you kidding me? Denver's laying seven. I mean, this number jumped from the opener of four all the way up to seven. We'll get to Monday night in just a little bit. As uh, our boy Adam Burke noted in the Daily Newsletter, and by the way, you can tell it's the NFL, it's the football season, because even Bill A.D.'s got a little pep in his step with those write-ups in the Daily Newsletter. You know he's feeling it. So let me just say this. Nobody loves to bang the keyboards at two in the morning like Bill A.D. I mean, he's know, he's. He's an old newspaper. He's an old newspaper man, a Chicago Tribune. Uh, You mentioned this, and so we start here. Don't overreact to week one. Adam Burke mentioned it also in the Daily Newsletter. Unless you're John Goulet, unless you're the Dallas Cowboys, because (laughs) without Dak, look what happened here in division. And this is really just typifies the NFL in a nutshell. The favorites to open the NFC East were the Eagles. They, excuse me, the Cowboys tied with the Eagles. The Cowboys are now your fourth betting favorite in the East at plus 550. The Giants are plus 475. Washington, four and a half to one. And the Eagles are your favorites at minus 140. Dak is out six to eight weeks. The Cowboys are done. That is it. The Cowboys done. are done. Done. They're done. They're done. But, you know, look, it, it, it uh, they might have been done before this. I mean, if you're holding that t- under 10 ticket for the Cowboys, you're smiling today. Now, you're <laughs> smiling pretty good today. That one was a good night. You know, look. I don't think the Cowboys were a good team going into the game. I think they've misevaluated. We had Brian Broaddus on. Everything we touched in that segment with Broaddus came true in that game last night. I mean, it was exactly what we thought. The inability of the offensive line. Kellen Moore, you know, he's a sensational coach. He's going to be a next head coach. God, we don't have to interview him. First drive, always good. Game plan drive. And then all of a sudden, when you start to make adjustments, nothing. Zero. Out of it, you know. And... The, the Cowboy defense for is all the conversation, you know, is are they really an elite defense or are they kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul, if you will? Yeah, I know Makai Parsons was great, got two sacks. That was Josh Wells over there at left tackle. And that was one of the reasons why. So, you know, Brady, if Brady was better or the Bucks were better in the red zone, that was a 40 to three game, right? A hundred percent. They were inefficient in the red zone. What's annoying about Brady one, just take a deep breath and exhale. Giselle is back on board. What's annoying about Brady. And I'll get to the numbers on the game is uh, he throws the ball harder now at 45 than he ever has his arm strength. Yeah. I I swear to you is better than we've seen. It really is. That was a dud of a second half, obviously with the injury in the fourth to Dak. Uh, But let's just quickly take a look at the number uh, to close out the night last night. That was, you know, a cover. It ended up closing two and a half. Some books closed at two with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, I could, I could, I could hear Christopher Russo in the background. You know, he had a three and O day in our betting contest on on Mad Dog oh, Radio no. on Friday oh, afternoons. No. He was three and O, and going into that game, I was two and O. So you know, he was sitting there rooting like hell for the Cowboys. You know, he was, and I could just feel the energy just weep away from him when the Cowboys had no chance. I could tell the Cowboys had no chance to cover that by the midway point in the second quarter. Once, once, once my man Kellen Moore got going with not making any adjustments, I, 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 this, is, this is too easy.
The most dangerous offensive coordinators are the ones that can't come off the script, right? And you see it with Moore every single week. He's awesome. They come out the gate hot because he's had a chance to plan for it, but he can't adjust. Hey, if you're playing Madden and you need somebody in your basement in Des Moines, just call him. He's (laughs) a perfect guy to have. You know, he'll check it off with his left hand. He's got it. You know, watch the game. Forget about watching the game. Watch the game. No, why would I watch the game? Make it just, oh, I got it right here on my sheet. You mentioned the failures in the red zone for Tampa. 19 to three was the final. That total ended up dropping a little bit come game time off the 52 opener down to 49 and a half. It was a dud of a game. It was a terrible, the Cowboys looked horrible. Uh, there's no other way to paint it. And moving forward, the season's over, but they've got to put some lipstick on this pig, and that lipstick ain't Cooper Rush. What are they going to do at quarterback? No. I don't know. I mean, like, are they going to bring Don Finucci? I was on Mitch and Polly this morning, and I was like, okay, Don Finucci is coming back. Like, Your boy. who are they going to play? Where are they going? I mean, stop this, stop this nonsense about Jimmy Garoppolo. The Niners are in more need for Garoppolo than the Cowboys. The Niners have a really good team. You know, there, there are, you know, right. Wait, hold on a second. It took you literally seven minutes to transition on your own to the Niners. We'll get to them in a second. Well, I was making the point. You could, I'll stay away from the Niners if you'd like. I'll stay away. But I I mean, like, like, I don't want to, you know, Garoppolo, Mason Rudolph trade for Mason Rudolph. Is that really going to help your team? Like, this is the bed you made. This is the one you have to lay in. You decided, going out to all those practices, that Cooper Rush would, if we needed Cooper Rush, which you needed him last year, right? Can Cooper Rush win a game? Can he win two games? Can he win three games? This is the decision you made. But I don't, don't you find, and Ben Fox tweeted this, DraftKings, don't you, don't you find this to be the NFL in a nutshell? So you're co- the Cowboys are your co-betting favorites. One week into the season, your fourth betting favorite in division. That's how quickly everything can turn, and that is why you pay the quarterback. And if the quarterback gets injured, there goes Dak, there goes the season. And, there's, and I'm, not, I'm not trolling Cowboys fans, Goulet. I'm literally no. saying the season is over. Like, there's nothing you can do about this. I mean, look, every, even the Cowboy fans know it. I mean, they know it. You know, and, and look, as I've said before, Jerry could talk the cat off the top of a fish truck, right? He'll try to convince and spin this in a way to where it's not that bad and that Cooper Rush is Joe Montana and waiting and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, all the leaks start to become bigger because when you lose a quarterback who wasn't really doing well, I mean, here's the big issue that I have watching the game last night. Tell me what Dallas was working on this offseason. I don't want to hear this crap that, you know, they lost Amari Cooper. Oh, my God. Like, stop treating Amari Cooper like he's Jerry Rice. Like, Amari Cooper was not very good last year. They had three catches for 19 yards for for Cleveland last week. Like, that. But this is a fundamental issue with the Cowboys offense that goes beyond one player, right? This is about how are we scheming the football to utilize our talent base the best. And if you're telling me you spent all offseason knowing you've got Pollard, knowing you've got Zeke, and knowing you need to figure out a way, like, this is what you come up with? This is what it is? And then Zeke averages five yards a carry, but you're not going to give him the ball in a close game. The other injury, so two, Dak Prescott. And I don't know, if you stand up right now and take a bow, would you be out of camera? Because you had not only Pittsburgh on the season win total over, and again, it's one week, so as it's one data point, uh, but you love Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, the number close seven, a straight-up winner for Pittsburgh, 23-20. to 20. Uh, But the big deal coming out of this, looks like T.J. Watt, torn peck. If it is a torn peck, my assumption is he's done for the year, no? Oh, no doubt. He's done for the year. You know, he's done. And... How about, you know, really, at the end of the day, what we were talking about yesterday on the Lombardi line was 
all the love we had for Mike Tomlin. I mean, it was really a Mike Tomlin. That's why you wanted to take the points. That's why I didn't understand how that line was moving away from Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin versus Zach Taylor. Let me ask you this question, Patrick. If it, if Mike Tomlin and Zach Taylor would have switched sides to start the game, what do you think the outcome Cincinnati is? Wins the, Cincinnati wins the football game. Uh, easily, right? I mean, he's 70% there, pre, he's 70% per- ATS against the North was as there, a road dog. Go ahead. Well, was there a less prepared team on Sunday than the Cincinnati Bengals as a no. complete team? Like, for no. example, Sammy Perrine doesn't belong on the field. Every time they exchange Perrine for Mixon, the defense on the other side is saying, thank you. Thank you. Like, Dalvin Cook can play on all those the, the teams for the Vikings, but Joe Mixon can't because Zach Taylor decides that, well, he's Sam Perrine's a nickelback. we got to put him in the game. He's a nickelback. He's your best player. Put him on the field. Like, when the game matters most, put your best players on the field. He didn't do it in the Super Bowl. Why would he do it now, right? And then the other thing is, could he have mismanaged the game any more than he did? Like, why didn't he challenge that play with Jamar Chase on the one-inch line? I know. I, I, it was, I think he put it best to start off the conversation about the Bengals. The most underprepared team we saw yesterday across the board out of a Super Bowl. I mean, like, did they even think about the three dimensions part of the game? I don't know, but I woke, up, I woke up this morning thinking about the three dimensions to this broadcast. I know that, so they could at least do it there with the Bengals. 9-4-1 uh, and one for the favorite straight up yesterday, but the dogs tied it up at 7-7. Seven and seven. There's good reasons to bet the Seahawks tonight. We'll give you those. Also, San Francisco, we have a problem. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. That's BetMGM Sports. Of course, it has all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring that state-issued ID. You're ready to go. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love it over at the King of Sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. This, of course, is the Lombardi line. A great weekend. We heard Brent Musburger's voice coming back. It was great to hear him back on the network. Uh, I said, San Francisco, we have a problem. I'm going to read you a quote. Steven's going to play you a clip, and then you're going to rip. Okay, so... 
Bears defense, Bears cornerback Jalen Johnson was asked about Trey Lance. He said, what you think he did? He ain't done S. We made him play quarterback. We know he hurt us in the run game with his feet. And everybody knows at some point he's going to run and make plays. But I feel like we need to make him play quarterback. He's still young. I think he'll end up being good. But right now he's not a quarterback. Let's go ahead and run Trey Lance after the game. Man, I made too many mistakes. Um, defense kept us in the game. Uh, had a big miss to, to Tyler Croft in the end zone. Uh, tried to throw a perfect ball. Just put it right on him, and he was wide open. Uh, turned the ball over. Took a sack uh, that knocked us out of field goal range that I shouldn't have missed Debo on the third down. Um, it's another third down to Juwan. Uh, just, just too many mistakes. Uh, a lot of stuff to clean up for sure for me. Um, but man, excited. Still got my head up. Excited to, to get ready to go next week. Okay, a deluge in Chicago, raining. The field was terrible. His fit looks awesome. We can give Trey uh, credit for his outfit there, but the performance, not so much. Go ahead, Michael. Well, I mean, look, it, 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 I think what Johnson said is true. You know, he's going to look at one receiver, the interception that he throws, they're playing one robber, one rat, whatever you want to call it, and all they're doing is reading the quarterback, and he's staring at the inside slot receiver, and it gets picked off. And then in the fourth quarter, when the game became a passing game, and he had a throw, he couldn't make any throws. The ball was sprayed all over the place. He's a really young player. Uh, do I think he's going to be a great player? I don't know that. I, I, I'm not sure of that. I think anybody who's holding those MVP tickets for Trey Lance, he might want to rip them up right now. But the fact is... To me, where he can keep all the confidence he wants, what Johnson said is true, and every player in that locker room in San Francisco knows it's true. Now, they're not going to come out and say it, but they're going to start looking at their head coach saying, wait a minute, we got a guy on the bench that took us to a Super Bowl that's won 31 games here. You know, you've only won seven games without him. Like, are we going to keep going down this road? Now, they had a lot of penalties in the game, some really bad calls on personal fouls, you know, they rough in the passer that I thought were, were mindless. But at the, at the end of the day, Justin Fields might have played worse than Trey Lance, and yet he, he won the bad. game. Yep. He was horrendous. He was horrendous. It was two bad quarterbacks, and it was all about who could make a loose play, who could make a schoolyard play. And Kyle, the way he called the game, had no faith in the quarterback to execute. Everything he tried, he ran two quarterback draws in a game. I mean, you don't do that if you're if you have a lot of confidence in your quarterback. He ran the ball with him. He knows it. He was running jet sweeps to open up the middle so he could run the quarterback. I I, I just think to me, you've got to see the future of where this is going, and the future doesn't doesn't say Lance is going to get better quickly. It says Lance might make some plays. He we might, but when we play good teams, and certainly the Bears are not a good team, he's going to have a hard time. San Francisco closes six and a half, a 1910 straight up loser in Chicago. No surprise. The opener of 42 dipped down to 38 and a half. That was never tested as far as the total. We mentioned the deluge. Now here is, as you mentioned, I think it's dangerous. Michael, you can uh, further this point. I think it's dangerous when you're calling plays scared. And that seemed like what yeah. Shanahan was doing. Let's hear from Kyle Shanahan after the game. It's tough, it's tough to win when you do that stuff. Um, you know, I thought, um, and we always talk about doing right longer, and I think today was the exact opposite of that. Um, I mean, just look at the amount of penalties we had compared to them, uh, the turnovers compared to them, um, and then the timing of those penalties were crucial. Um, two big third downs um, where we had them off the field, um, had two stupid penalties that allowed them to keep going that led to 14 points. Uh, thought we had one on offense on third down where we moved the chains and got a penalty there that didn't count, so I'm um, real disappointed in those. 
Okay, I'll give you the answer. Two uh, turnovers to one for San Francisco, 12 penalties to three San Francisco. So clean game from Chicago penalty-wise. Let, let's make no mistake about this. Sa- uh, Chicago didn't win the game. San Francisco lost it. And, and we said this going into the weekend. This weekend was more about who wasn't going to lose as opposed to who was going to win. Right? The other, somebody was going to shoot themselves in the foot. Miami didn't beat New England. New England lost that game. I mean, New England shot themselves in the foot. It was bad. You know, same thing with same thing when you look at the Giants. Tennessee shot themselves in the foot. You know, they had turnovers and mistakes and all those things. And that's what happens. You know, that's why bad teams can win on week one. And I think the issue is how much longer do you want to go with Trey Lance and run and ruin his confidence? Because it's not going to get better. Now he has tape. So you're sitting there watching the tape of him and you know he's going to stare down the receiver. You know when it's a drop-back pass game on third down, he's looking where he needs to throw the ball. He's not looking here and throwing here. He's not looking here and checking. It's not coming quick. So it's only going to get harder and harder and harder. And Kyle tried to run the ball. They were the by far the better team, by far the better team. But they gave the game away, and Lance is going to continue to be shoulder the responsibility of winning. And okay, that's so going to draw some doubt. Sorry, Michael. Let's – Let's be realistic here. We talked about the soft launch. They've got Seattle coming to San Francisco next week. That should be an opportunity for Lance to get right. He's going to play next week. But when do you see Shanahan running out of patience? I thought, I mean, I'm, on that plane ride home, I'm sure Shanahan ran out of patience. I mean, you know, the kid, one thing I give the kid really a lot of credit for, and I respect Trey Lance. I mean, he stood in there and he took the bullets, but he went over every mistake. Like, he would, you know, he took a sack where you can't take a sack. You know, he threw some horrendous throws on third down. He stared down the receivers. He made a couple good throws, but those throws, when you watch them, were Kyle Shanahan throws. Those were the offensive throws, the crosser off the boot, the play action. I mean, Nick Mullen makes those throws. Like, there was nothing special. Did he run hard? Yeah. Was he an elite runner? No, I wouldn't call him an elite runner. I'd call him a good runner. Was he Josh Allen? No, I thought he was good. He's hard to get on the ground. I, I mean, I give the – look – what I'm trying to do is I were the GM of the Florida. I want to protect his confidence. We've got a lot invested in this guy. If we lose this guy confidence-wise and he goes down the tubes, I don't care how many years he has left on his contract. We're going to lose him completely. We're going to lose a good team. This is a really good team, San Francisco. We're going to lose a good team if we keep having mistakes at quarterback. You hate to waste that defense, you know? Oh you just hate to waste fast. the defense because that – I mean, very good. They defense. were all over the field. They were all over. I mean, really, Chicago did nothing. I mean, they made a couple. I mean, the schoolyard play to Pettis that that, that Fields gets out of. They they lost contain of the pocket. I mean, look, Fields. You lose a game when the opposing quarterback throws eight completions. Yeah, I mean, listen, it like I like I just want to go back to this. If he doesn't play well against Seattle, up next is Denver, I believe, in Denver. I know it's it sounds premature, and we're talking about no overreacting, but Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting there for a reason. The plane ride home from Houston's the reason. It made all the sense in the world. Like Kyle, like anything I'm saying here on the air, I know Kyle has to be thinking it. It's so obvious on the tape, and you can you know you can mask it to the public and you can hide it, but at the end of the day, you're sitting in there saying, "Wait a minute, I'm going to ruin this now. If I bench him, maybe I'll ruin his confidence too." There's that fine line you've got to be delicate about, right? Do I bench him? But the fact is, when you go through it, I mean, you look at, you know, Kyle's 38 and 43 as a head coach. 
He's 31 and 14 with Garoppolo as his quarterback. He's 7 and 29 without him. Is that good? I don't think so. You know, I mean, look, there's a lot of things in that. It wasn't all Trey Lance's fault. I, I want to be clear there. The penalties were di- were disastrous. The mistakes they made uh, defensively, they dropped the coverage. The touchdown pass, you know, Fields could have thrown the ball to the crosser. He would have walked into the end zone. He threw it to the sail route. That was wide open. I mean, they made mistakes. But when you hold a team to 204 yards, eight completions, right? You know, what, they have 15 first downs in the game and you lose? Justin Fields wasn't great after the game. He handed the game ball to his GM and, of course, his head coach, Matt Eberflus. Here's Eberflus talking about Justin Fields. Okay, we've got, we got that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got that coming up. Eberflus gets a win to jump off his coaching career with Chicago. It was a weird situation as far as the deluge that was coming down there, Michael Lombardi. Amazing yesterday. Four of the five brand-new head coaches. Four of the five. Hackett's going tonight. Four of the five won. And I think going into that weekend, only three had won over how long? I know. I know. I I, I was so annoyed because I kept on harping on that angle. Let's go ahead. Before we go to break, let's hear from Matt Eberflus here. But uh, what a great play. The the vision by Justin to see that um, and and throw it back there uh, was a great play. And that's the kind of plays he can make, you know, and that's what makes him dangerous because he can throw on schedule throws, but, man, he's got the off-schedule throws too. And we've always oh, said he's, a, he's an outstanding deep ball thrower. He can throw the ball deep accurately. So uh, we're all excited about that play for sure. Not sure oh if Fields God. completed many passes, but his head coach was very impressed. Screens. Uh, it was screens and ball. It was horrendous. I mean, Fields was just flat-out terrible yesterday. They won. And that schoolyard play was what he made. I mean, come on, please. Control room please. fit check. It's going to be a thread through the season. The control room agrees. Trey Lance's fit was ridiculous. We come back to Thomas Gable. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, an overwhelming response from our VEASAN pros. They made money yesterday, and we helped you do it with the pro tools, the pro picks, of course, the pro tips. Uh, You can become a VEASAN pro right now for $175. There's no reason not to. This goes through the Super Bowl. You get the guides, college and pro. You get Michael Lombardi exclusive offers, including uh, the articles he writes, like the seven keys to winning in week one, which you can still read for tonight's Monday Night Football game. It's vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options. vcin.com slash subscribe. When you get there, you're going to be a part of the team. You're going to become a vcin pro. And like I said, I heard from three or four emails sent to me. They became vcin pros and they made money yesterday. Get on board as we welcome you back here. It is the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We head out to the Borgata where I'm assuming the handle was good and the hold was good. And Thomas Gable made some money because he always does. He runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. TG, how'd you do yesterday? Don't always make money, Patrick, but this weekend we did. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not a pretty weekend overall between both Saturday and Sunday for, for betters. I, I think, um, you know, college was a, probably a rough one for the betting public. And and then yesterday with the NFL, um, you know, it just the, the hold was really good for week one. Most of the big decisions went our way. Uh, I think really the only games that probably went the the public's way were the, the was the Chiefs game. Chiefs pulling out the Cardinals there, um, and uh, 
probably the uh, uh, the Buccaneers and Cowboys. Uh, the, that game was pretty evenly bet here. I'm not sure other places, but um, the Eagles not covering any number was was huge for us yesterday. That game uh, landed three, and Eagles winning by three, and you know we opened up the Eagles as three and a half point favorites. It was four for the longest time, and then was driven up to six where it closed at uh, on game day. So that was just, uh, and here, as you know, everybody was, was on the Eagles. And so that was a very good result for us. But the, the best result of the day, any game for us was the Patriots and dolphins. Um, surprisingly, we, uh, when the line was at three and a half, we took a lot of Patriots money. Uh, some bigger bets came in, dropped the line down to three. But um, that was uh, a very big decision for us. And that kind of, uh, between them and the Eagles, that pretty much sealed the day for us that we're going to have a winning day no matter what happened in the, the later slate of games. Um, and then having the uh, the 49ers lose outright to the Bears, that knocked out a bunch of money line parlays. Um, you know, the Colts-Texans, Colts not covering. That ended up in a tie. And the Colts not covering uh, the number that was also a good result for us. So, uh, I mean, most of the games outside of the Chiefs and, and probably Ravens-Jets as well, the, most of the public was on the Ravens and that. Um, it, it went the book's way. You know, it's funny, Thomas, the, the two guys that really spend a lot of time in preseason and work their team, John Harbaugh and Andy Reid, uh, you know, really got them ready. They're the two guys that covered. Everybody else struggled to do it, you know, and – the New England yep. game was another another game where New England just continues to turn the ball over. Credit to the Miami defense. They turned the ball over at a rapid rate. I mean, last year in the opener, they turned it over four times. Yesterday, they turned it over. They had eight drives in the game, New England, and three of the eight drives, if you don't count the, the, the kneel down at the end of the first half, three of the eight drives resulted in turnovers. Their fourth quarter ended up downs, fumble, you know, end of game. So they, they just they couldn't just protect themselves they lost the game in spite of the gaudy numbers that Tua showed up with it was a closer game than you than it looks like because 13 of those points came from the defense yeah and and Michael to your point about the preseason and the coaches who who played people and to those who didn't I wanted to get your take because we saw quite a few quarterbacks struggle yesterday big name quarterbacks i.e. Joe Burrow looked horrible yesterday. Aaron Rodgers didn't look good. And then probably, I, I would say, maybe the worst of the bunch was Derek Carr uh, for Vegas. I mean, do you think that uh, these quarterbacks should be getting a little bit more uh, playing time in the preseason uh, to have them ready for week one? Because there, there was definitely some rust there. No doubt. Carr was really, I mean, he missed a wide, he missed Waller. Uh, on a touchdown pass to start the, f the game. If they get that, you know, I've said this all year about the Raiders. They have to play from in front, but you're right. He did not play well. He he was rusty. His accuracy, his rhythm, and his timing wasn't very good. You know, I thought Devontae Adams, who didn't play, was sensational. I thought Hunter Renfro did not look good in the game either. He was, to me, Renfro led their team in fumbles last year with six, and he fumbles again in the first game. Now he gets it back, but – He's got to do better than that. He should be a better route runner than he was in that game. And credit to Justin Herbert, who didn't play either, but he was sensational. I mean, he made every throw, including the touchdown throw, that the guy was completely covered, and somehow Herbert got the ball in there. So I'm with you. I think you got to play him. I really do. I think you got to play some of these guys to get some rhythm. I mean, if Mahomes is playing, shouldn't your guy play? 
<laughs> right, Mahomes. right. And we saw what Mahomes did. And he was, like, yeah. He, he's been doing it now. He's like 25 years old. He's been doing it now for years. We kind of say ho-hum with Mahomes. Mahomes was the best player on any field yesterday. I mean, he was, he was so efficient, Absolutely. so good. Um, okay, so lopsided betting tonight has driven this number with questions to be answered with this Denver team. New head coach, new quarterback, of course. I mean, if you want to lay seven on the road, there's reasons. Pete Carroll's tremendous at home as a dog. If you want to lay seven on the road, God bless you. Um, but let's talk about this number. Denver, I've got most shops reporting seven. Where are you at the Borgata, Thomas Gable? Yeah, it was six and a half. And, you know, for tonight, you do see some sevens out there. You see some six and a half uh, right now. But um, as you said, it's pretty lopsided. And uh, everybody is taking Denver. So, you know, we'll see. I think seven's just too high of a number. I'm with you. The lay on the road. It, Seattle is a difficult place to play, and believe me, they're going to be up for this game. The fans are going to be up for this game for Russell Wilson's return. Mm -hmm. So um, whether or not it's Geno, you know, yeah, you have Geno Smith at quarterback, but uh, again, seven points on the road is just a very, very high number to be laying in a difficult place to play. And a team that's really motivated. I mean, I think Seattle will be motivated. I know they love Russell and they want to get, but I think they're motivated to play well and naturally with the spotlight. I mean, nobody wants to sit there and talk about how bad their team. And if Geno protects the football, if they take, if Geno plays even as bad as Justin Fields played yesterday, if he plays like that and doesn't turn the ball over, and you know Denver makes a few mistakes, they'll they'll keep this under the seven total. To me. I think that's what Seattle has. They have to play well in the kicking game, and they can't let Russell make those loose plays, force him, as they believe, that he can't move around and tackle him and get him on the ground. By the way, Pete Carroll covering, what, close to 70% at home as a home dog. He's 12 and 11 straight up as a home dog. So this is a good spot for Carroll and Seattle. Regardless of what happens the rest of the season, most expect Seattle to be bad this year, but I think this is a good spot for them. Hey, quickly, TG, I can't imagine how much you cashed on that under last night, right? Or was uh, were, were some of the sharper players playing under money on that Sunday night game with Tampa and Dallas? Yeah, there wasn't actually too much of a decision on that. You did see um, some money come in there on the under. That total opened at 52 and a half. It closed 50. Uh, so that was obviously a big move. And, you know, the only other total that really moved that much was uh, – the, the Niners bears game, which obviously was weather related uh, closing at 38. Uh, once we saw what the um, conditions were there at soldier field. So, uh, and people were betting the under there as well. I mean, once, once the weather was advertised, I mean, everybody was trying to hit the under on that game as well. But uh, for the most part, the totals weren't too bad yesterday. We uh, didn't get hurt and really didn't make a ton of money either on totals. It was uh it was kind of a wash on the totals yesterday, but the sides were was where the money was made. Hey, Thomas, what one game week two of the season is, are people running to the betting window or sharps? Because kind of, it's a sharp day. Monday's a, a play based on the number that comes out, how numbers have moved. Is there a game that you opened that has already moved for you so far? Well, I'll tell you the game that's already getting hit is the Niners-Seahawks. Niner and Niners are nine-point favorites, and uh, they are laying the nine with the with the Niners. Yeah, that's that's amazing. By the way, 
We did tell you there was going to be downpours at come kickoff in Chicago. I didn't realize, Michael, it was going to be biblical in proportions because yeah. that was, first off, the turf wasn't Ooh. ready to go anyway. And then when it got hit with that Who rain, it was that? disgusting. Yeah. I mean, they just the, probably laid the side. You know, they probably resoldered it and it didn't really take. And then it became like this this cow pasture, basically, with, with pretty green grass. Yeah, it was it was bad. So TG, you're gonna wear your Seattle Seahawks jersey to work. Uh, I'm guessing you're wearing it right now because you're gonna need them tonight. Yeah, my uh, vintage Brian Blades jersey. I'll, I'll have one. <laughs> good for you, Tom. That's a good way to go. That's a, that's a good. That Steve Larging can get in the mix too if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, TG, yep. tre- tremendous. Congratulations. Listen, congratulations as always. We're so happy to hear as a bookmaker that you made millions yesterday. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can feel it in your voice, Patrick. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Thomas Gable, that's our partner. Uh, Borgata runs the race in sportsbook there. Shocker. He made money again. You know how he always he, he always does it like with a sad voice too. He's like, yeah, I mean, we did do well. It was uh, it was a good day for the books. It, it, all bookmakers are the same. They pretend not to be happy and they're overjoyed. Yeah. Right, Michael? Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Well, I mean, that's his job. He's got to make money. That's why he's there. Coming back. Conspiracy theory in San Francisco. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score prop on every Monday night pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This is an offer available all season long, so you can wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll end up getting 25 bucks back. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available at Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. He just got done with Bond and Femi. Of course, the Monday edition of GM Shuffle will drop a little bit later today. Remember, two days a week for GM Shuffle. You can find it, vsun.com slash podcast, along with our three new podcasts, Josh in the Morning, College Football Podcast, and the NFL. Michael, um, we have, okay, I'm going to play you something, and I want you to react. And I promise you, 
listen, we understand San Francisco went on the road. They were laying six and a half. They were straight up losers. What we talked about coming into the year, we're not picking on the 49ers. We just talked about the way this has transpired. It could get messy. Let's go ahead and roll it, Stephen. Their head coach, Kyle Shannon and John Lynch, gathered 15 team captains. They said, guys, we need your support here. we got to make sure that you get trades back because there's going to be some bumpy roads ahead. we got to make sure with every incompletion, every interception, that people aren't clamoring to move on to Jimmy. We've got to make sure we have your support. Do we have it? All 15. Didn't hesitate. You, we got his back. Oh, so the San Francisco 49ers are a little league team now. <laughs> that, that's funny. Yeah, that's really good. That's the, that, that all you're doing is a preemptive strike to prevent the revolt. That's like saying, guys, you know, we're going to treat you really bad. And when things go bad, we don't want you to get upset. Make sure everybody's happy. You know, like, come on, seriously, this is big leagues. We're playing football. Uh, he's got a job to do. Like, just listen to what Jay said. I mean, Jay gets that, you know, I mean, remember, John Lynch worked at Fox. So, I mean, I'm not disputing this report at all. But listen to what he said, you know gathered 15 guys around we know we're going to have some tough times like seriously what about the other players that have tough times you're going to support them what about the guy that you bench because he doesn't play good you support you know like his job is to play good it's not your job to rally him now what they're trying to do is prevent the revolt they're probably they're trying to say you 15 guys you monitor the other rest of the players so nobody gets out of line but there's you i don't care that they all said yes in the meeting how many times has somebody said yes to your face and then walked back away and said, I'm not doing that? Are you kidding me? Come on. When you're getting into when this is football's a team sport, but it's also an individual pay sport. So when you're taking money out of someone's pocket because you're not going to go to the playoffs, that affects you. That was Jake Laser. Thanks to Fox Sports for the audio and visual there. Um I, I mean, they're singing Kumbaya after one week. They're gathering their play. I, I, again, it seems a little embarrassing. And you just brought up the best point ever. It's like, what if, an, what if a guard is struggling? Are we having the same meeting about a guard struggling? I understand it's a different position and you have to coddle the quarterback, a young quarterback like this. But it does seem like it does seem very obvious what they're trying to accomplish. And it's a little embarrassing. What they're trying to accomplish is from everybody asking the question that you and I ask, why just not play Jimmy? That's what they're trying to accomplish. They're trying to eliminate that question. Why just not play Jimmy? And so uh, they didn't give him an answer. They just said, we got to rally behind the guy. But they still don't answer the question. Why not play Jimmy? If you kept Jimmy, why not play him? Like, I don't understand the rush. I don't understand the urgency. I don't understand how you're trying to. This becomes the... The fallacy, the the sunk cost fallacy that goes on in business. We've done it, so we're going to make it work. Why don't we just back off? Why would we not back off? I mean, look, we Aaron Rodgers sat for the longest time. He's still a Packer. He's always been a Packer. We're in no rush. Why are we in such a rush? We got a really good team. You're in a rush because Lynch wants to win executive of the year. That's why you're in a rush. You're in a rush because they want to prove themselves right. And your effort to prove yourself right is affecting your team's one-loss record. So now you're trying to do something really ridiculous by calling 15 team captains together. Remember, they've never dedicated a monument to a committee. Like, now you got a committee meeting, and you're going to talk about it. Seriously, where are we going with this? Jimmy's a good player. Jimmy should be playing. Seinfeld, anyone? That is an old I reference. Mean, why Jimmy. the rush? Nobody can answer. Like, I, why are we rushing? What? He's not ready to play. I think that's really clear. 
Whether he's a good player or not, that remains to be seen. But right now, he's not ready to play. And this isn't the preseason. It doesn't have time to get him ready. So why don't we just wait another year, okay? we got another year to wait, and we'll see how it goes. And then Jimmy will be gone for sure, and then he could come in. The weather was awful. I'm guessing you'll have San Francisco and its brass and Shanahan today come out and not necessarily make excuses, but say, look, that was uh, uh, compromising circumstances in Chicago yesterday. We'll move on to Seattle and see what we got. It's when yeah, when Jimmy I mean, the, is a starter, he's going to be a starter this year. That's just when. I mean, the look, they, the one thing about San Francisco, because they are very good, with they can control media narratives, right? They can control the media narrative, which is fine. Let them do that. But you can't control the tape. You can't control the tape. The tape doesn't lie. Like, Matt Eberflus can control that narrative at the press conference yesterday about Justin Fields. Like, okay, you say whatever you want. He was terrible. Now, I know the weather was bad, but there was nothing in your offense that was very good yesterday, Matt Eberflus. You won the game. Congratulations. Take that game ball. Put it in your – I mean, you deserve it. You did You did a great job of not beating yourselves. All the props go to you. But if you're thinking that that offense is going to beat anybody any good, you got another thing coming. As you mentioned, John Lynch is good with the media. He's friends with the media. He was media. I think Shanahan tends to intimidate people because he's – I'm going to put it – Nicely, he's prickly. Um, he can get defensive. It it's going to be a fascinating storyline to follow for the whole entire season. And it just it's that's yeah that's what this is. This is entertaining. I mean, I, I, I'll, if, aside from 49er fans, um, I mean we before we we started this uh, we started this on the GM shuffle. You know, there was a great there was a probably the premier advertising executive in the world was a man by the name of David Ogilvy. He's written a lot of books. He was truly the the, the impetus behind Mad Man and all how that. And so we it's instituted what I call the David Ogilvy Award, which is basically all perception, not reality. And how the, the NFL has certain people that can control the narrative of things when it's really not true, but they control it to make people think it's true. And you have to, you have to look past it. You have to look past it. I mean, Robert Salai is the head coach of the Jets, he had five interviews. No one really wanted to hire him. He got the job with the Jets, and so far what his work has been is not very good. But yet he has this unbelievable narrative about him that he's this great coach, you know, that he's really good. Nobody calls him out, you know. Same thing with same thing with Ron Rivera. He's won three winning seasons in eight years, but nobody says it other than you and I on the program here. People that bet for a living, they know it. So I, I just think to me this, this whole control the narrative stuff becomes exhausting. Either the player's good or he's not. Like, you shouldn't have to defend your player. It's good stuff, Michael Lombardi. By the way, the Eagles barely hold on in Detroit. We're going to get to that next. Also, I want to set you up on lane seven with Denver tonight. Seems dubious to me. But quickly, kickers gone wild yesterday in the NFL. (laughs) Stephen Bond, if you got it, let's roll it. We got to have patience with those guys. They're young. you know, they haven't been in the. Oh, in there's. The well, hey, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he wasn't. He was not unhappy with his kicker. He was unhappy with his wide receivers. On, but, um, but we could. I mentioned it, Michael. The the kicking yesterday. I, I know somebody in particular was heavy on. They laid a lot of money on Indianapolis. Now they shouldn't have won anyway on the money line. Okay, so it's dubious to lay over three dollars on the money line. But Rodrigo Blankenship missed a forty-two yarder in overtime, and that game tied. By the way, Houston was the better team in that game. They were. They were. And look, we, 
what do we say about the Bengals last year? Evan McPherson really was the difference. They'd, what, what were the two things that the Bengals did in the playoffs last year? They made every kick and they didn't turn the ball over. What did they do yesterday? They missed kicks and turned the ball over. They lost, right? And McPherson, because of the new holder and because of Zach Taylor, they lost that game to Pittsburgh. That should have been a push, too. There's no reason that game should have been a push. You know, so not only were the kickers bad, in-game management was horrendous, too. So, look, I went through it this morning. There was, I think there was two kicks outside of 50, four in from 40 to 49, and two from 30 to 39 that were missed. But, you know, we talked, we had, we had the, the, the Cleveland Brown guy on the show a couple of weeks ago. We asked about that kicker. That was an unbelievable kick he made to beat Carolina. That thing would have been good from 78. They handed out the orange slices and Capri Suns in the Detroit Lions locker room after the game because they got a participation trophy. Again, they play hard, so it's very important to note they just don't give up. Are you freaking kidding? I'm so tired of the Lions and people jockeying a team that doesn't give up. This is a team where literally 50% of that playoff field flips every year. Go make the playoffs, okay? They lost again to the Eagles. We'll discuss that coming back. Uh, I guess they showed fight in the fourth quarter, whatever the hell that is. Michael Lombardi there is fired up. I'm Patrick Dairy Queen. Maher. We're going to Dairy Queen. We're, We're going, going to, go to Dairy get Queen. Some, yeah, we'll get a blizzard with Oreo cookies. We're back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.